0: The Humans of LQHS is a podcast that helps to represent, support, and bring awareness to different groups at La Quinta High School. In this platform, we hope to amplify each individual's voice so that they can share their experiences. Everyone has a story. The views of this podcast do not reflect those of all students and staff members on this campus.
1: My name is Cecilia and I go by CC, I go by she her pronouns, and I'm a part of marching band and I'm also the president for Intermediate Orchestra. I am Vietnamese American and I'm the first generation in the US and I am also the middle child of two other siblings, both sisters. And I often feel like I have to do extra to stand out to my parents. I personally feel like there's a lot of academic pressure at LQ. Um, My name is Loki
0: Bach. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the Humans of LQ podcast. As stated, our topic for today is going to be academic pressure at LQ.
2: And hello, my name is Diana Davos, and I will be Loki's co-host today. So just kind of like to get us all started, can you just kind of tell us a little bit more about your background and what inspired you to apply for colleges?
1: Since I live in a strict Asian household, I've been kind of looking for a way out of that. I heard from my friends about which colleges they wanted to go to and most of them were out of state. When I heard about out of state colleges, I started researching on my own and deciding which college I would want to go to if I were to go to an out of state college. From one of my teachers, I heard that you could take a gap year before you go to college and that then set a spark in my mind that helped me decide what I wanted to do.
2: For our listeners who don't know what a gap year is, can you explain what a gap year looks like or what you have in mind for a gap year?
1: What I have in mind for a gap year is maybe taking a road trip around the U.S. and going to Colorado because I really like it up in Colorado. I've never been there personally, but I heard that it's really nice up there and it it's nice because I want to get away from my parents.
0: That's totally understandable. It's like leaving the nest. It's really exciting. Um, I know, though, with all parents... They are scared to lose their children. I know that, in particular, my family doesn't really want me to take a gap year. How does your family feel about it?
1: My family does not believe in gap years because since I live in kind of like a strict Asian household, they're like, oh, well, you can only go to college and then you you have to get a job afterwards and then have a family all this other stuff.
2: It's considered a very traditional pathway.
1: Yeah, just just very traditional in general and just, just have a life. Not doing anything like that could actually ruin your life like doing something out of the ordinary mm-hmm. like traveling and then, too much do you know
0: why they might think that taking a gap year or traveling might quote unquote like ruin your life
1: because they feel like I should start young in academics I should be able to finish college and then get a job as fast as I can earn money, and then settle down mm-hmm. and just enjoy life as is like not doing too much. Mm-hmm.
2: And because you mentioned that you are from an Asian household, do you think it's just like a your family thing or is it an overall Asian household type?
1: I believe that it's an overall type thing because I remember talking to my friends about how their households are and they tell me like similar experiences like, oh, my parents feel this way about moving out or my parents feel like, oh, I'm not doing well academically and all this other stuff. And I feel like it does kind of... Kind of just falls underneath that stereotype because most Asian parents are traditional. I've only met like maybe a handful of people who have parents who aren't as traditional.
2: I know for me, I did grow up in the very like, this this area which is very much Vietnamese dominated, and for me it's kind of like opposite because I'm a Mexican, and I'm an immigrant here, so my parents don't really have that mindset. They just kind of like, hey, do we want you to be a doctor and a We would love it. Yes, of course. But we won't pressure you to do we won't pressure you to do it. And if we just want you to do whatever you think is best and we want you to do, we won't, just want you to try your hardest. That's kinda like their mindset for me.
0: Hmm. That's really interesting to hear, cause in my personal case, my family is also like pretty strict as to what their expectations of my future is, and they kind of have it laid out for me instead of me like making my own path.
1: I planned it for you.
0: They kind of planned no. it for me, yeah, <laughs> to that kind of strict Asian family
1: stereotype. I feel like it's just because since my parents were young when they immigrated here and they did high school and all this other stuff, they experienced what it was like to not get good grades and then like because of that, like their future wasn't as bright as they hoped it to be. They still continued on with their life and then like they're trying to make me have a better life than theirs because like obviously... Every, every parent would want their kid to have a better life than theirs, but it's like their experience have been so out there. They're like, oh, well, I don't want my kids to experience how I, how I had to live and how I had to do all this other stuff. So I'm going to tell my kids, hey, don't do this or don't do that and do this instead. Like get good grades, don't date, don't do all this other
2: stuff. I think for me, it's very similar because I have an older brother and they had him at a very young age. So that kind of prevented them from going to college and From completing these plans that they had, my mom wanted to be like a doctor. My dad, I'm actually not too sure what he wanted to be. But they had further plans and then I just kind of stopped when they had my brother. Coming here into the U.S., they constantly remind me, just don't mess it up and just go to college. Like for me, just like with your guys' families, gap years are unacceptable because although my parents are very lenient, they're like, once you leave school, it's very difficult to get back in. And a similar idea for all families, all immigrant families here at mm-hmm. least.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. And then speaking of immigrant families that have immigrant parents, do you think this kind of culture and this environment will change as the years go on and then we become parents and or grandparents?
1: I feel like in the future it may change because... I feel like I'd be less restrictive on my kids about what they can and can't do. Obviously, I'd be like, oh yeah, don't do something stupid. But like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't tell them like, you have to go to college. It'd be like, oh, it's a, just a suggestion, you know. I wouldn't want my kids to feel like how I feel because most of the time when my parents mention it, I just, I feel kind of upset about it because like, why are you controlling my life when I want to do what I want to do? I don't want my kids to feel like they can't talk to me about these type of things, you know? Like, I feel like I can't talk to my parents about it. Some parents are, like, really closed off. They don't like talking about certain topics with their kids because they themselves feel uncomfortable talking about that subject.
2: Like, if it's not their way, it's it's no way. Yeah, my way or the highway.
1: I think that's a really good
0: topic to think about. Um, I know some families, they try to take the more as my family says it, like the American way of raising their children versus the traditional Vietnam way. And sometimes it's hard to get that disconnect. Unfortunately, I know a lot of my friends and me myself, sometimes when we think about having a family and settling down, we think we want to raise our children knowing the mistakes that our parents made. And it sounds sad, but it's also just a harsh truth that you're going to experience a lot of things that you don't want your child to experience. And I think that goes true for our parents as well.
2: We've all like made it very clear that our parents are very big stress factor with all of these decisions, but do you think that LQ, just like the status of LQ, the whole being the best high school in this district, influences more stress on you?
1: I feel like it does, because being one of the best schools, it's like, oh, well, if you aren't as good as your other students, what makes it the best school? It upsets me a little bit, knowing that, oh, I need to do better, I need to do this, and like it, it really pressures that, and... I remember talking to my friends about grades and they kept telling me like, hey, if I don't get an A, my parents are going to kick me out. Or, oh my God, I'm going to die because I did not get an A on this test. And it it just upsets me because they're upset about their grade. I'm just like, well, if they got a B like, and I have a D, like, (laughs) what does that make me? (laughs) They're saying these very loud and out there statements saying like, oh, I'm going to die or I'm not feeling happy about this. They're loudly expressing themselves about having a bad grade. I don't know what they consider a bad grade. at B. Like, that's not even that bad. But I personally feel like I'm pressured by that because if they're crying over a B, I should be crying over a D. But I'm... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an indirect
0: statement that, like, you'd never really know that you're saying, but sometimes, like, other people hear it and you're just kind of like, man, I definitely feel it. And those kids, they do experience a lot of pressure too, just like we do. But at the same time, because their expectations for themselves are so high... When they express it, other people kind of feel like they have to hold
2: that standard for themselves as well. And sometimes it hurts. For a fact, a lot of teachers here don't help with that. Like, at all. I remember my freshman year, first period, literally first period, I walk in and the teacher's like, just so you guys know, if I hadn't made it clear already, LQ is the best high school in this district, and we have to keep it that way, so make sure to be on top of your grades. And I was like, oh my god. I hadn't spoken to anyone. That's the very first thing I hear. You have to keep your grades up to keep LQ at the top. And I'm like,
0: Ooh. And I know a lot of people pride themselves on either attending LQ or working at LQ, or having relatives in LQ, just because it has that status of being the best school. And now when we take all of these standardized tests or registering for classes, we're always encouraged to go beyond the normal average for maybe like Orange County. But I also think that's a really big factor in just stressing the students out a lot.
1: An example like about like, students like pressuring each other at LQ is that my friend, she's in like five different clubs, and she's also taking like two APs, and that's a lot on her. And like I know another friend who's like, who took five APs, and even after that, like she she got good grades. like she cried about it, yes, but like she had all good grades, and like everyone was like, "Whoa. I want to be her, like, mm. Mm. She's, like, put up to a high standard, and yeah. then everyone else is like, oh, well, I want to be that standard, too. Mm. When really, it shouldn't be that way, because, sure, she, like, she did all that stuff. She shouldn't be the reason why we p- feel pressured to do as good as her.
2: I think also people, are like, just students, well, and teachers, just in general, don't take into account the fact that are they taking five AP classes? Yes. Are they, are they passing all of them with, like, A's? Yes. But what about all the pressure they feel? From their parents, from their classes, from their teachers, just from the school in general and the whole how prestigious it is. So like imagine their mental health, which is oftentimes not taken into consideration. Other people look at them as role models and I look at them and I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, a uh, question. like,
0: are you doing mentally yeah. okay? Do do you want to talk about it? Definitely. But the moment you said I knew someone who took five APs, and she cried over it, obviously. The first thought that came into my mind was, that's the average LQ experience. But it's the fact that they expect themselves to pass it with flying colors, especially with an A. And I remember one time, I think it was in my sophomore year, that I got a B in my class, and I just completely shut down. I was always known as the smart kid in my school. And the fact that I am now a smart kid that is maybe average kind of destroyed me and the identity that I held for myself. If you go below that, you're kind of betraying your own expectations,
2: and it doesn't feel great. Have you ever just felt that this whole expectation of you to be perfect and have perfect grades, has it ever caused you to just want to give up completely?
1: Yes, it has. I feel like this almost all the time. I hate to say this, but it's almost Mm -hmm. all the time. I have a lot of friends who I care about and I take care of and stuff like that, and they put me to this expectation of being there for them and always having like to, to be there and like help them and stuff like that. I love helping them, but when I'm not in the best mental state, it's like, why do you hold me to the standard that I will always help you? I'm not always going to be there. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. always going to be happy, but that doesn't make me any less perfect. And I feel like since I'm being put up to the standard of being perfect, if I'm not everything that they say that I am, that I'm not perfect. And I hate that. I hate that that's the definition of being perfect. Because if I'm everything but one thing on that list, I'm not perfect. And that's just how, like, they see it in their minds. And that's how it's been put on me.
2: It's like one wrong thing and then the whole perception of you changes completely. Even though it's like, I've been like this, you just didn't notice, you know?
0: Yeah. And I think it's also the matter of fact that, in addition to the schoolwork, to socialize with your friends, to be there for them, and even for clubs as well, you have to talk with a lot of people, and that obviously takes a lot of time,
2: especially if your friends are not- I know some of my friends, their parents are like low-key, kind of push them to be religious and force them to be in like volunteering uh, churches, mm-hmm. and I'm like- You're right. Not, service hours. I oh I feel that. That one's crazy.
0: Because they're not allowing themselves to have time for like social life or just like alone time because they're always going to be working
2: on something. Since elementary, I know some people who are like in scouts or go to volunteer at churches and they're like, I got over 100 hours of service during the summer. And I'm like, what did you do all summer? They're like, I volunteered. And I'm like, is that all you did yeah i'm like oh, this is not oh like are you not
1: out there enjoying your yeah. life i'm like it's rough yeah. like i used to be one of those people like really? my parents used to put me to expectation of oh you can balance your schoolwork and you can be in scouts at the same time and that did not work well for girl scouts i see i see oh yeah every like sunday we would go out and then do all this stuff and then sometimes, like, we'd occasionally go to camps, and then you do something. But most of the time, you just sit there for four hours.
2: Oh, I doing not nothing. people volunteer for hundreds of hours just to be sitting in the sun?
1: Well, it just depends on your scout group. Oh. My yeah. scout group just decided, hey, like, we're kind of... In the sun. In the sun, yeah. Have there been any moments that you've resorted to
0: unhealthy habits because of all the stress and pressure that you go through, such as, like, not getting enough sleep or not, like, skipping your meals? I've resorted to a lot of
1: unhealthy habits, and, like, it's because of, like, stress. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I don't eat because I feel like I don't deserve to eat. Um, I also don't eat a lot because I'm working, because, like, constantly just doing homework yeah. or, like, working on other stuff, because, like, in band, you learn music. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to put that aside. I'm going to learn my music first, and then I'm going to eat at 12 a.m. in the morning after I finish learning my music and after I finish doing my homework. Mm. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I have, like, so much, like, bottled-up stress sometimes that I lash out on others, and I can't help it. Like, I remember... This actually didn't happen too long ago, but I was talking to one of my friends, and they said something that kind of upset me, but I didn't really know how to, like, explain that to them, so I ended up just yelling at them because I didn't know how to, like, cope cope with like what I was talking about because like how like this is something that made me upset but I didn't know how to like comprehend like how to explain to them why it made me upset
2: I know one of my friends I love her to death but I scold her literally daily to eat because she's involved in so many different things she's taking difficult classes she wants to be a doctor and I'm just just take a break. Just eat a proper meal, get proper sleep. She's like, she'll drink energy drinks like at eight in the morning. I'm like, that's not healthy for you. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's terrible. And I'm like, just take a break, honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like it's really normalized in LQ to have these bad habits because I see kids pulling up with Monster. I see kids pulling up with Red Bull. I see kids bragging about how, oh yeah, I only slept one hour tonight or like three hours. And it's not really something that you should be saying as if it's a competition because it's not healthy.
1: It's almost a little disturbing. Even teachers think it's okay because I remember this teacher was giving a presentation and stuff like that and and then they were like, oh, we should sell coffee here. I was like, is there a reason why? They're just like, oh like I like all my students like only sleep like a couple hours every day. Like that's fine. That's concerning. It's not good. Yeah, like and the fact that you're just kind of promoting it and just yeah. like putting it out there is like it's like an eye opener. It's like yeah. you that's, know
2: that's also kinda of, like taking into consideration. We have late start. Like compared to last year we, we started school at eight. Eight PM. Now we start at eight thirty. And so like, even having that half hour difference Students are still coming in these energy drinks and with coffee, and they, they're still coming and sleeping in their classes. That's so concerning. That's the thing. I've noticed. I remember
0: very vividly last year when they said, oh yeah, we're pushing school back 30 minutes because it's a legal requirement. Students didn't say, yay, 30 more minutes of sleep. They said, yay, 30 more minutes to stay up. I don't know if that's how you should be taking it. Students at LQ, you guys should take care of yourself. Please. Everyone here is begging you. We're part of this. Yes. <laughs> you are part of this.
2: <laughs> I should listen to myself. <laughs> We've touched the topic of stress. We've touched the topics of what induced the stress. And could you like, give us some self-care tips on how you help deal with the stress and things that could help future and oncoming students here in LQ?
1: I know my boundaries I let people know like if I can't handle something or if I don't want to help them it's it's not in a mean way it's just that oh like I need to help myself first before I help you like I need to take care of myself before I take care of others that's one thing you should do like you should take care of yourself before you take care of others another self-care tip do not join too many things oh, you will sure. not have time for yourself I'm only in like two classes, technically they're classes, but band and orchestra, that already takes up so much of my time. And like my my class works too. Even though it's only two things, I feel like there's so much work already. I only have very minimal time for myself, maybe like an hour or two, like just for myself. Mm -hmm. And even then, like I have friends like that. already Yeah. Another self-care tip, your grades are not who you are. So like true. Yeah. If you need to sacrifice your grades to like take care of yourself in the future, you're not going to be talking about an a plus that you got on a test. Let's be honest. That's true. Okay, I'm not trying to build bad habits, but if you need sleep more than you need studying, I think you need to sleep.
2: Students just kind of like make sure you're taking care of yourself first. and if you if you really need it, we have a wellness center here at LQ, thankfully that helps students. And we have staff members that are trained to help you. So please reach out to these resources that we have to help you.
0: Thank you so much for your time with us, Cece. It was a pleasure talking with you. And it was a really good insight on just how students of LQ operate. The Humans of LQHS podcast was created by Bridges at La Quinta High School. This episode was hosted by Diana Davalos and Loki Bach. Writing by Diana Davalos. Sound recording and editing by Loki Bach. And our advisor, Chris Byrne. PR contributed by Stephen Nin. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Tune in next month.